massive, sizzling hot new rumor report on iPhone 13, iPhone 14, iPhone 15, iPhone SE3, and iPhone Fold from financial analyst and supply chain exfiltrator extraordinaire Guomingji, sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. Most of you watching right now still haven't subscribed, so hit that button and bell, and we can build the best community in tech together iPhone 13 or 12S, whatever Apple ends up calling the 2021 version, according to Guo, will have the same four models as this year's version, mini, regular, pro, and pro max. And I know a lot of people have just been dunking on the mini lately based on early sales estimates, but Apple plans out their devices well in advance, and we still don't have anything approaching final numbers or actual expectations. So mini fans will have at the very least one more year of small to look forward to. All the iPhone 13 models will also have bigger batteries according to Guo, which they really, really need because 5G. And that's thanks to extra space being opened up by integrating the SIM card slot into the motherboard and just thinning out the face ID system, which will also let them shrink down the notch, at least before replacing it entirely. And more on that in a hot second. Next generation Qualcomm X60 modems across the board as well. They're five nanometers, but I think Samsung's process and not TSMC's, which isn't quite as good, but should still be more than good enough to help with power efficiency and maybe stop Verizon having to tell people to turn off 5G and then delete the tweet. Likewise, in-body image stabilization, IBIS, what Apple calls sensor shift in the iPhone 12 Pro Max should be hitting all models of iPhone 13 as well which will be legit terrific for anyone who's moving, trying to nail a shot of anything else moving, especially kids and pets. Then, yes, 120 hertz adaptive refresh. Finally, every tech nerd like me simultaneously yelling, finally, thanks to LTPO OLED panels, which will let them ramp up for scrolling and gaming, but also ramp down for movies and static pictures, so it doesn't just blow out all that extra battery life right off the bat. And it sounds like it'll be exclusive to the pro models, but that's what we've all been generally expecting anyway. And in a not-so-stunning reversal, Quo is now saying lightning ports across the line as well, as in no portless iPhone models, no no ports, at least not this year. Rumors of an iPhone SE 2 Plus or iPhone SE 3 popping up this spring were apparently greatly exaggerated, subject to change without notice, or just plain wrong. Now Quo is saying early 2022, and not for the previously rumored full-screen Touch ID power button version, but for a version that still uses something similar, if not the same, as a 4.7-inch iPhone 8 chassis, basically a 2020 iPhone SE on 5G with a yet-again updated processor, which, if true, really, really a thousand times really needs a better battery included, a better battery system included, because the current version is already hitting redline by the end of the day. For the 2020 iPhone 14 or iPhone 13, if Apple goes with the iPhone 12S this year, or just whatever they want to call any of these, Quo is saying the unthinkable. Not that Apple will finally delete the notch, at least not yet, but that they'll actually trade it in for a Samsung-style hole punch, likely on the Pro models, Quo is saying, but all models if Apple can get the yields high enough, which I actually don't mind at all. They're all equally good and bad solutions to the same full screen with front-facing camera problem. And if Apple can get some of the true depth components under the display, but not all of them, say the infrared parts, but not the new also rumored autofocus RGB camera, it would still reduce the wasted screen real estate and general clutter while also doing everything possible to avoid just a freaky spider face on the top of everyone's iPhones at the same time. Further out, Guo says Apple is indeed working on a fully full screen, as in zero notch, 
zero hole punch design for 2023, which would be something given the current state of that technology, basically pixel spread too thin over too much camera. Also, periscope zoom and in-display touch ID, both of which have been rumored as coming way sooner than that. And we've been waiting for, for quite a while already. So let's hope he's less accurate about this one and the people saying it's coming earlier are more accurate, at least because that's what I happen to want. Cole also says Apple could launch its first foldable in 2023 with a 7.5 to 8-inch display, which would make it about the size of an iPad mini when it's open, but also cautions that the tech just isn't anywhere near ready for that yet either. It's all still in testing stages and nothing has been pushed to production. But an iPhone Pro Max that opens up into an iPad mini with an Apple Pencil yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be a keynote almost as exciting to me as the original, which just so happens to be the topic of my first big Nebula original. There was no question that was a game changer phone that was ahead of its time. We're going to make some history together today. The iPhone really, I mean, it has changed, I mean, my life in so many ways. You can find it right now on Nebula. And once you're done, make sure you also check out CuriosityStream's thousands of documentaries and series including Curious Minds, China, which looks at the iPhone economy and Asia's regional production sharing networks. To get all of it, just head on over to curiositystream.com slash Ritchie. Grab CuriosityStream for a whopping 26% off and get a Nebula subscription bundled in for free. That's less than $15 a year, a year for both. The best deal in streaming today. Click the link in the description, grab it now, and then go watch my original. For more, much more on the iPhone 13, hit the playlist above. I'm breaking down every feature, every story, so you know what's coming from Apple next. Just hit the playlist, and I'll see you in the next video.